0: Welcome to the Real Estate Rundown with Shannon Robnett. I wanted to talk with you guys a little bit about what to expect when you start investing. What what are the things that you're going to hear and what are you going to encounter? What are you going to need to deal with? First of all, you got to deal with the naysayers in your life. You got to deal with the people that are going to try and get in your headspace with great intention. Uh, they're going to be your aunt, your uncle, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your spouse, people that have had... Traumatic things happen to them uh, because of real estate investments. People that have had uh, bad experiences, you're going to hear from people that quit. Those are going to be the most prevalent people that are going to come out and talk to you about what you're thinking about doing with real estate. So, if you're going to get involved with real estate, you're going to want to get involved with a group of people that understands real estate, that encourages real estate, that speaks real estate and that wants to see you succeed in real estate. Without that, guys, it's really going to be hard to get outside of your peer group, to get outside of their critical claims, their critical accusations, their their misguided help, if you will. Once you've figured out that, that maybe real estate's what you want to pursue, and you've decided that you want to buy something, you want to get involved with something the first thing that you've got to do is you've got to get a good realtor. You've got to get somebody that understands the market. You could become that. It's just going to take a lot of time for you to spend the time getting the information. Be a student. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. There's always been that time when you've encountered a know-it-all that knows more about what you do for a living than you do. Just ask them. They'll tell you. But at the same time, you've got to, you've got to get with somebody that's knowledgeable, that can help you grow. There's, I'm not opposed. I think it's a fantastic thing. If you're going to make a future out of real estate to look at getting licensed, you can take night classes. Uh, I'm sure with what's happened with COVID, they're going to get to a online class type of a product here pretty soon. Currently that's not available in our state, but, but if you've got your license that allows you to write the deal, but you still got to get the best and most prevalent information, which if you're not doing it full time, you're not going to have that. So make sure you're getting great current information. I've always told you to get with a property manager, make sure that they give you their insight and their input on the particular marketplace you're looking at, costs, what's good, what's hot, what's not, all those kinds of things. But that's all part of what you need to do. But let's talk about what you should expect. Here's what you're going to expect. You're going to expect doubt. You're going to expect worry. You can expect uh, there to be a lot of second guessing. And that's why I really recommend that before you really do anything, you lay out your roadmap. You model it. You financially figure out what you are going to do so that you're not just deciding that you're going to get involved with real estate today and you're going to buy a house, you're going to see how it goes. What is the result you're looking for? How do you measure that result? Because that's going to be your only ability to decide or judge whether or not you're doing good. See, because if you buy a house and you say, well, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to try out real estate, I'm going to see how it works and We'll see how it goes. And you don't know if you're going to make 50 bucks or $5 million. And then all of a sudden you're doing, man, you think this is fantastic. You bought the house. You get a tenant that moves in. And all of a sudden, after you've been doing this a while, you'll understand that this will happen to you. You'll have a tenant that will not pay you rent. You'll have a tenant that will damage the property. You will have a tenant that will not live up to his end of the bargain. Maybe it wasn't intentionally. Maybe it was. But you will have these things happen. You will have the unexpected happen. And at that point, if you don't understand what your what your plan is, what your complete thought process is, how everything is supposed to go, then you're going to get really discouraged and you're going to think, well, I shouldn't be doing this. I don't make enough. I'm not, I'm not on track. I'm not winning. I'm not getting ahead because you don't have a plan. So if you know what you're supposed to expect and you expect that you're going to have this percentage in expenses, you're going to have these things happen and you're going to have these kinds of things scheduled for and these kinds of things be unscheduled for, then you can kind of get a better grip on whether or not you're on track. Because if you don't have a barometer to measure this by, you're going to be very easily dissuaded that what you're doing isn't working. Or the mood of the day. I love it, the sun's out, the birds are shining and the toilet just overflowed and ruined the new linoleum. I'm having a bad day now. But if you know that, hey, you know what? I know that I have insurance for that kind of stuff. I've got, uh, I've got friends that know to take care of that kind of stuff. I've, I've budgeted for this kind of stuff. I'm, I'm hanging out with the right people, and they've told me you gotta, you got to prepare for this because it is coming. And guess what? Every month I was putting away 30 bucks, and if this doesn't happen for another eight months again, then I'll have paid back my $30 fund, but I've accounted for this. See, that's the thing. If you don't know, if you haven't explored what your options are, If you haven't explored what the cause and effect of owning something is, if you haven't explored what the ups and downs of what you're launching into really are, then you don't have an accurate expectation. And I think what happens in real estate more often than not is people go into it with an unrealistic expectation, maybe not even an unrealistic expectation, but an, an undocumented pluses and minuses, pros and cons of what could happen. They've they've, they've only thought about the rosy things. You can't just think about the negative things because then you'll never do anything. You'll be so frustrated by, well, what if this and what if that? You have to weigh both sides. You have to look at the positive. You have to look at the income. You have to look at the growth potential. And then you have to weigh in tenant repairs and water heaters and front door locks that don't work and broken windows and In the middle of the night, move outs. You've got to factor those in, but they shouldn't paralyze you because you should know. And there's plenty of resources out there. There's hundreds of resources out there that can show you how to budget for this, how to plan for this. I met with a guy the other day and he kept telling me, you know what? I don't have enough to get started right now. And I kept telling him, no, that's not true. You always have enough to get started because what you've got to start on is you've got to start on the plan. The plan is where you start. So if you decide that you've got 50 bucks, I can tell you right now that's not enough to buy real estate, but that is enough to start a plan because you can decide where that 50 bucks is going to go and you can decide how many more of those you're going to put in there and you're going to decide what that's going to be used for and how you're going to get to this place. See, I've watched a lot of people that without the plan... They can't get anywhere without the measurement. And you know what it scares a lot of people is if you say these are my things that I'm going to do and these are my timelines that I'm going to do them in and you actually write that down, you have given yourself permission to succeed, but you've also given yourself a benchmark that which you by which you could measure your failure. And a lot of people will stay away from things that will allow them to be measured as anything but a success. And if you don't have anything to measure yourself by then you are inevitably successful because you've done nothing, but you have nothing to measure it against. So good for you. I'm doing so much better than my dad is. I'm doing so much better than the guy down the street is. How do you know? Don't be in competition with the guy down the street. Be in competition with yourself to make yourself better every day. So if you've got your plan nailed down and you know what to expect and you know where to go with those expectations, then you also know how to improve yourself when you fall short or your plan has a hole in it or I didn't account for a whole carpet replacement, just a room of carpet. But now that I've done a whole carpet replacement, I can reevaluate my plan. I can modify the spreadsheet. I can check the, the budget a little bit differently and I can come up with other things. So the reality is, guys, I think it's really important that you sit down and decide to make the plan that shows you what to expect so that when you're doing the investing, you understand. I'll give you an example from my own life. Uh, And I I laid out this example for my son years ago. He asked me, he said, dad, how do I start investing? And I said, well, son, I said, do you have 20 bucks? Yeah, I do. He's working at the mall or the store or something. I said, do you have 20 bucks every paycheck? He says, probably, you know, I mean, I eat out a lot. I could do it less. I said, son, what if you bought $20 worth of silver every paycheck? What would you have? Well, I, I don't know. I guess I would I would have something. I said, you know, it, it wouldn't be much. I mean, but how, maybe, maybe it might be a little cumbersome to buy a stock every week or, you know, everything like that. But what if you physically went, there's several gold and silver stores around in every town. What if you physically went and bought twenty dollars worth of silver and let's say that you did that every paycheck and my kids have have never been uh, unemployed Uh, they've always had a job and so they have gone through 24 pay cycles every year and my son is now five years older than this conversation and so he would have accumulated 120 pieces of silver if they were twenty dollars an ounce right but the reality is even at $20 a month in a period of five years, he would have created something that would be worth more than the what he had before. He would have about $2,500. Okay, now what if he, I mean, we're assuming that it was only one ounce. What if you were putting $20 in the stock market every month for the last, or every two weeks for the last Five years and you put it into the S&P 500, which has returned about 6%, 7%, you would be in a position where you had created more than $2,500. See, when everybody says that they don't have the money, they don't have the funds, they just don't have the plan. So I want to challenge you to sit down and and make a plan so that you know what to expect, so that you don't get dissuaded, that you do get after it, and you will find that when things start to go your way and you start checking boxes on the plan and you start getting ahead of the plan, that adds fuel to your fire, and pretty soon things are running pretty hot. And when they're running pretty hot, you're going pretty good. And you're able to get ahead of your plan. And that's why a lot of people, I think it was, I heard somebody say today that Bill Gates said that most people overestimate what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And the reality is everybody, I mean, everybody's self-help plan, everybody plans to lose five pounds in the first week and they plan to do this. And when they only lose a pound, they're discouraged. Their diet sucks. I got to get a different diet. I got to do something different. But if you said, I'm going to lose 60 pounds this year and I'm going to lose a pound a week, and I'm not even going to measure, I'm not even going to weigh myself for 12 weeks, and you had that commitment to go three months into it before you even took a measurement of whether or not you were being successful, you would have created the habit, you would have created the dedication, and you would probably get where you want to go because you have created what? An expectation. You've created a plan. You've created a benchmark. So guys, go out there, get your benchmark started. If you need help, shannonrobnett.com. Send me a a request, send me an invite. I'd love to get on a call with you, talk with you about how to create a plan, how to do something that will bring you the kind of success that you're looking for and create the plan for your financial freedom, your financial future, so you can stop trading time for money. Thanks for stopping by the Real Estate Rundown. Shannon Robnett, we'll talk to you next time.